Glad for all the Hunter Tillin, Panesia, Sea Islands, and all around the world. What a tune in to We Show, Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This year, the Queen Quet Head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that Hunter Tillin tune in one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Right here, the way we keep uplifting to the living legacy and pay ancestral homage each and every Monday evening and thing like that. We're so glad for day upon this year airwave wherever Hunter to be. We thank you, thank you for all the Hunter children who download this show and Yetium and other rest of days and things like that to pun on a computer, pun on an iPod, pun on a tablet, pun on an iPad, and all kind of other rest of things like that and sham all around the social media. We're so glad for Hunter children. So this year evening, we going to do as we always do, and we think I'm not robbery, but make sure we dedicate one program and things like that. So this evening, we want to dedicate this year program to all the ancestors who have vision. But hold upon the line and things like that, for we to still dear upon them, but now and things like that. We want to dedicate this year program because this year the volunteer week to all the People might have done come here over the airs and things like that. The 21 airs that the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition was sponsored this year broadcast. And Rangya and things like that do things for this year, what we call the Gullah Geechee Nation from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida. And some of them might have done cross over into the realm of ancestors, and we in before snow. 
So we're going to dedicate this here program this evening to them, too. And so we also want to dedicate this here and just take a moment a prayer while we take this moment of silence with the Atkin family for your lost your brother this year past weekend too. So let we take this year moment of silence. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. So God bless all hundred children. We're so glad that a hundred a day. Yeah, we'll read one more again and think like that. It is sure the queen quite head from the body to go to kitchen nation as hundred children should done. No. And I want crack my teeth out the rest of the week just so y'all can all understand all the way to crack my teeth out this evening. So, yes, there's a lot of things that have gone on since we were on the air the last time. So let's kind of bring you up to speed with all the different things that are currently going on that you need to make sure that you are aware of and involved with. For all of you who've been chomping at the bit and waiting for Gullah Geechee TV to return to the air, we put up the first couple of broadcasts today, which relate to the FAA hearings that took place last week on last Wednesday and Thursday in Camden County, Georgia, right here in the coast of the Gullah Geechee Nation. For those of you who are still not sure about counties, because sometimes they can get a little confusing too, St. Mary's, if you ever heard of St. Mary's, Georgia, even if you follow us on Instagram, at Gullah Geechee, on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee, you might say, and I heard of that just a little while ago, and, and it'll trigger because you saw the images where I was down at St. Mary's, really just supporting the community at a little tiny theater that they had there. But here it is that that is also an area that is directly across from Amelia Island, Florida, our southern part of the Gullah Geechee Nation. And it's right next to the Cumberland Island National Seashore, which if you have been a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition for over a couple of decades or a decade at least, if you've been part of it, you've heard us talk about the work we did to help save Cumberland Island National Seashore from destruction meant and to keep that as a wilderness area and everything and then to also ensure that in there management of the facility because it is a national park site that they would not simply leave the buildings and the chimneys that our ancestors built there and then have it in warehouse it in terms of a list of properties under the NPS but then let it die off by demolition, by neglect, by not funding the maintenance of those historic edifices. So we have a close relationship with Cumberland Island through the historical legacy of our people being enslaved on the island and then later working for the million to billionaire families that live there and have the inn that's still there and so forth. So this area, logically, if I say it's a wilderness, is filled with trees, right? It's also filled with wild boar, while horses is what is very well known for the beautiful marsh tackies and other horses that dwell on that island. And, of course, there's all the other stuff the Sea Islands have now, armadillos and wild turkeys and raccoons and squirrels and all kinds of other little creatures that's running around, including some bobcats that somebody introduced incorrectly when the federal government came to start living over there. And so here it is that, we have a situation where someone got the idea, not a bright one, to want to propose having a spaceport. You heard me, 
base port here on the Gullah Geechee Nation's coast, instead of just keeping them down south, down in the southern part of Florida, all of a sudden here's this need to try to have a spaceport here in the Gullah Geechee Nation off the Georgia coast, right next to Cumberland Island. Everyone that I've asked, I said, when a rocket goes up in the air, when you have a spacecraft launch, what comes out the back? And everybody says, flames, fire, right? I said, so you think that's a good idea to have a wilderness? And they're like, who would think that's a good idea? Well, somehow Camden County, Georgia, let someone convince them that that's a good idea. And from what we understand, it's one person from Texas that's going around the country trying to influence these various small townships and their committees, their boards, and so on, their commissioners, whatever titles they go by, the mayors, the town councilmen, that, hey, this is the next best thing. And so, of course, that area is proliferated with retirees, Anglo-retirees. And so you have people sitting around that have a little money and they used to take a chances and they, oh, yeah, why not? Well, why not is a long list, too long for us to go over on this entire broadcast. But if you will keep staying tuned to Gullah Geechee Nation, dot com our blog at gullagichination dot com I will be blogging about the public comments that can still be submitted between now and June the fourteenth to the FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration, not the NASA, NASA, but the FAA. So I want to at least deal with that because if any of you are the type of thinking people like I am, and I know plenty of my listeners around the world. That's why you tune into this, because you're thinking people. You're sitting there wondering, did she just give out the wrong acronym? What would the FAA have to do with this? He said a spaceport, not a airplane. Well, come to find out, because it's not a federal project, it's a commercial spaceport. So now that's telling you all these people, all these films we were watching about people who have money trying to go up into space and see what they can do up there as if we don't have enough issues that we need to reverse down here on Earth already without going somewhere else to cause some other harm. Um, these folks are trying to find ways to explore space privately. So commercial interests that can be funded by counties or townships or anybody that wants to go ahead and feed into the project they will go ahead and then try to get a license to have a launch pad. So the FAA issues licenses to have launch pads for spaceports because there's certain rules and regulations that they govern, and the airspace, of course, they govern. And then they also would have to provide an operator's license. So in other words, the person we would consider to be the astronaut, the person who would pilot this thing and lift off, would have to have a license as well. So this part of the process is the non-perfunctory exercise part of the process, so to speak. And I say that because there are several components that they pointed out in the public hearing that were all components of this process towards the licensing, wherein the public doesn't get to see anything or say anything. So now we're just at the point where the public gets to comment, and they did these two public hearings, and then what they would do, and those public hearings were only in reference to the environmental impact statement. That is the only part of an attempt to get licensing 
that the public has a right, so to speak, to have input with the FAA concerning it. And then, once we already commented now on the draft environmental impact statement called the EIS, which numerous people besides me, and included me, pointed out so many different types of errors, so many types of omissions, including totally omitting Gullah Geechee from the whole thing. No references to the Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Act or any aspect of the Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Corridor General Management Plan, which this place would be in the midst of the corridor. There's no references to that. There's no references to real cultural resources that are on the coast. And then people who live on Little Cumberland Island said none of their addresses are mentioned. They are not in the plan as if Little Cumberland Island is uninhabited. When it's been inhabited for more than 50 years, if there are many of them who were in the audience lived there more than 50 years, and people living there before them. So here it is that I said, oh, well, I'm in good company tonight because come to find out, not only is Gullah Geechee left out, all of y'all were left out. So to hear my comments, you can just go to TV. TV, and you can actually see my comments on this project. And if you go to the other broadcast, which is longer, the full episode of Gullah Geechee TV, you can actually see the report on the FAA hearing so that you can hear the FAA outline this entire process they're going through. And then we also provide you with the information for submitting your comments by June the 14th of this year. I will be blogging about it, and I will be posting all the information on where you submit your comments, and it will also include those videos that we put up today on GullahGeecheeNation.com. If somehow you miss it or you don't follow GullahGeecheeNation.com, I advise you go there now, click follow. That way, whenever we post new blogs, you will already be alerted to that. But you can also email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. One of the other major aspects of focusing on this particular hearing was was that it was clearly stated the emissions that are going to come out from this. These emissions are going to only continue to elevate types of emissions that we're trying to reverse here in the Gullah Geechee Nation so that we can try to reverse some of the impacts of the climate change dynamics that are going on here. So we need not add to carbon emissions. We need not add to any sort of chemical emissions unnecessarily at a time where we're trying to find an environmental and ecological balance so that somehow in the midst of it all we can try to weather these storms and these storms will start to dissipate, God willing. And here it is, no sooner than I'm sitting back really reflecting on all the different issues that we're dealing with right now in the Gullah Geechee Nation, still awaiting hearing more news on our battle against offshore drilling and the use of seismic guns and whether we have to go forth with SCALP, our South Carolina Environmental Law Project, could actually sue the federal government if they try to circumvent things or if any of these counties along any of the four states here they have to go forward and say that they're going to go with it when everyone else is saying go against this. They're going to get sued in South Carolina, at least by the South Carolina Environmental Law Project, because all of this harm that's being done to the coast causes 
us to be out of balance, out of sync. And no sooner are we thinking about these other aspects of climate change and storms, we have gone from wearing short sleeves to wearing turtlenecks within the course of two days. We've gone up and down this weather roller coaster, and here it is. We go to our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page today, look in the news feed on Facebook, and I see that friends of ours, fans of ours who are in Greensboro are saying marking themselves safe from a storm. And I'm like, what storm? What are y'all talking about? I'm here doing disaster and emergency preparedness activities last month and last Saturday to get us ready before May when the hurricane season officially opens here. What storms did they possibly have inland where some of our participants of our conference had just come down from the other day? And here is a tornado. Here. It was a school with the building, the roof, and other things ripped up. But the fortunate part, if there's anything to say about being fortunate with the tornado, is that that went through on a Sunday, so the students weren't at school. But then here's the other videos of the community, the homes that are destroyed, the businesses that are destroyed, tornado. Now, here I am about to go out into the Midwest, and I'm packed heavily with winter clothes and boots and things like this and looking forward to going in their stores to find thick tights and stuff that I wouldn't find in the Sea Islands that I'd have to order online or make a trip back to New York or something to buy. And here it is, and I'm concerned about going out there and being caught in any type of flurries and saying, well, at least I won't have to deal with a tornado because it's cold. And now here it is. They're right here next door in North Kakalaki. They have a tornado come through. So our prayers are truly with the folks that are up there in Greensboro, North Carolina, and, and we were praying and we're still praying against this year's predictions because the predictions by those who forecast weather are saying that this is going to be a very active storm season. Now, in what way, I could not tell you because I really didn't even want to engage yet into fully looking at anybody just predicting something. We'll have enough of that, trust me, in the coming months of the predictions and all of that. So what I'm focused on is the preparation. I have numerous things I have bought since the last few storms, all types of solar-powered things, all types of waterproof bags and knapsacks and things with lights on them so that in the event you have to go out and get away that you can, trying to make sure that our boats will have the oars and they're in good shape and these sorts of things to ensure that if something suddenly happens, that we are prepared. And it's better to have it, not need it, than to need it and not have it. So, again, I encourage you to stay diligent and stay focused in regard to maintaining the health of your family and your community and your environment by contributing your voice in opposition to these things that people want to do that can cause further harm to our coast but further harm to the world and to the earth itself, to the waters themselves. They're speaking to us. We need to listen to listen. Now, many communities did not listen because money talked louder to them. 
one such community is one of the areas of the Gullah Geechee Nation that you don't often hear about. You hear Wilmington, North Carolina. You hear me talk about Jacksonville, North Carolina. But you don't hear Navassa, North Carolina. It's a small town right across the water from Wilmington, North Carolina. And Navassa is a town that is mainly an industrial town from the time of Reconstruction forward. Our people there were not as agrarian as other places, one might say, that are more southward, but they were very industrial because Wilmington itself is a port city and Navassa is on the opposite side. So here it is, they had phosphate mining, they had the mines of um, Guantanamo, they had they have other things that they did over the years, including creosote, creosote going into wooden posts. And if any of you have read my book, Charleston in the Islands, you heard of creosote before, and you heard of the environmental harm that it did in the Ansonboro community in Charleston because the creosote factory was there. Again, a port city, right? So here it is that in Navasso, they found this and this functioning and this creosote's been around from the 1930s, and it wasn't until the 2000s that the EPA got involved in this McCurr company. Of course, went on, went. I'm giving you the the, the Reader's Digest version now. The McCurr factory that caused this harm. Of course, once they were being investigated to find out about environmental contamination, they went bankrupt. So that this way, even once the court settlement came about, they weren't the ones that have to allocate out money. So then, money has come from a fund that the EPA has for Superfund sites. There's 92 million dollars. 92 million dollars that is going to be invested in the remediation of the soil from the contamination, the soil and some of the groundwater. So some of the water has been infected, the ground has been infected in Navassa, North Carolina. Now, interestingly enough, those of you, once again, who follow GullahGeecheeNation.com or you follow GullahGeecheeNation or Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio on Facebook, You've seen us post about the recent hearings that they had, which were community revisioning meetings in February, and then last week they also had another one. And there will be another one coming up in August. And so they have their homecoming in July, so that's why they're not doing a July meeting. They're going to do an August meeting. So these revisioning meetings are to actually get community input about what would be the real dream vision if you could get the investor, Vasa. Now, there's a balancing act that has to go on because there's a new highway that now has an exit point that comes right off to Navasa. So it makes a trip over from Wilmington 10, 15 minutes, where before people had to take a long way around. So now, because Wilmington's overbuilt, it's pretty crowded, not as pleasant because not as slow there. A lot of people are already picturing living over in the country, living over in the Boston, on the other side of the railroad track. And so now if this money comes in to, quote, develop the area, is it going to develop the area or is it going to bring destruction for the native Gullah Geeshis that have been here for these hundreds of years in that town? minding their own business, 
children playing, riding bicycles through was the first thing I saw after the trees that is in the railroad tracks. So this is a balance that has to happen. So with the community visioning process, it's an excellent thing because it gets a lot of key players in the room together, the grassroots community, the nonprofit community, the business community, the political community is in the room because you have a multi-state trust, the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, the town council, they're all in the room along with their consultants because the multi-state trust is actually the ones with the fiduciary responsibility for the $92 million remediation project. So here it is that you have scientists, economic development people in this room. The concern is that them folks ain't Gullah And they may mean well, but when this is over, their jobs call them to go somewhere else, they're going somewhere else because this is not the only Superfund site remediation that they have to do. And then the people in that town are not trained yet to do this type of remediation. So who gets the bid for that? Then who is the multi-million to billion-dollar company that will come in and any of the cash to build what the community has as a vision. I'm thankful there's vision because, as you all often hear me say, one of my favorite proverbs, where there is no vision, the people perish. So I love that there's vision, but I hope this vision doesn't cause division of the community by any destruction errors coming in but that the community gets something that definitely economically empowers them and that they will be able to continue to sustain themselves and remain in the box and not be overcrowded and have their voting block changed and everything else because of an influx of sprawl because this new highway now attaches to the town as well. So it's an interesting dynamic to go from the northern point of the Gullah Geechee Nation down to the southern point all in the course of a week. It's not my first time doing it, but whenever it's done, it's usually in the midst of numerous events and activities going on that will have some type of irreparable impact on our coastline and how it can change our lives. And, of course, my fight is always to make sure it changes our lives for the better. And so... We have those things that have passed but that you can still have an opportunity to provide input into. As I said, the situation with the FAA state sport, you have until June 14th to, to put comments in. You can go to Camden County's website or look up FAA state sport online, and we'll be posting a number of links for you at GullahGeechaNation.com. We'll blog about that in the next couple of days. And then the revisioning process and the visioning process going on in the boss so we'll keep you in the loop and we'll be announcing the August activities as soon as they put out a flyer for that. Well, in the interim, they are gathering the information from the input from last week, and once they summarize it, we usually get reports on that at the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition office, and we'll share that with you as well. And if you want to be an active participant in all the work to counteract negativity and destruction meant against the Gullah Geechee Nation and to help to maintain the cultural heritage continuation in the Gullah Geechee Nation, please become a dues-paying member of the sponsors of this show. 
the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. We are the premier advocacy organization, Gullah Geechee people worldwide. We fight for human rights and land rights, and now water rights as well has become a part of it. Our environmental advocacy and activism we have done for the 21 years of our existence, along with our cultural heritage continuation, activism, and advocacy. And to live it, live the traditions, is the best way to keep them going, to wind on and on and things like that. So make sure to go to gullahgeechee.net, gullahgeechee.net, if I don't want yet more about who we be and what Hunter can do for join we, wine to gullahgeechee.net. And Gullah is G-U-L-L-A-H, G-E-E-C-H-E-E. Ain't no I in Geechee if it a we. Ain't no I in Geechee if it a we. All right? And so use the same spelling, and you can follow Gullah Geechee at to at Gullah Geechee on Twitter and at Gullah Geechee on Instagram as well. And whenever we tweet things out about these things, you also get those postings. So we want you to remain engaged. And if you want to directly email us about this and how you can participate and, and be an active part of the work and know when these hearings are going on and get on our listserv, you can email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at America Online, that's what AOL stands for, dot com, all right? Go geeko at AOL.com. So the interesting thing has also been that since I've left the different hearings last week where I provided written comments and input at each and every one as well as vocal comments and things that you will see on Gullah Geechee TV. Again, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E dot TV. And you can also go to YouTube and just subscribe to Gullah Geechee TV to our channel on YouTube, okay? Each time we'll be posting these different things so that even though you might not have made it, just like in the Camden County meeting, I was the only person of African descent in the meeting besides a young woman that is a Kalakichi, turns out, that works for the FAA, and the security guard who is a Kalakichi who works for Camden County. All right? So they were on the job, and I was the only person there from the general public. And so people have been writing in and Facebook messaging us and making comments about my comments and saying how necessary and outstanding they thought those comments were. And I'm thankful that I had the opportunity on behalf of my people who may not have even known that those hearings were underway. And I'm so thankful for all the supporters and fans and and people who are really in our corner that are part of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition's international network that they make sure that we are aware of different activities like this so that these things don't go under the radar or these meetings that are held behind closed doors are then not a situation where once they come out of them, they say, well, you know, we had the meeting, but none of them folks showed up. Because one of the things that did take place in regard to that FAA spaceport meeting was that they had an earlier meeting that day and the media had shown up to that meeting, and then they set the ground rules and told them no media was allowed and put all the media out. So that 
caused a firestorm of articles throughout the Georgia coast and various newspapers and I believe a couple of TV stations as well. They broadcasted how they were left out of the process themselves. And so I'm very happy that Gullah Geechee TV and Georgia Public Broadcasting were in the room in the later part of the evening. So we didn't get put out of nowhere. And so we were able to actually be here to share the story and to share with you what's what are going on right now. And so tomorrow evening there is another meeting that is going to happen on Jekyll Island because Jekyll Island is apparently looking at their parks division and various things that they're going to do because Jekyll Island has a beachfront area and everything. So there's some planning going on there as well. And so that's going to happen at the Oslo House tomorrow evening that they're going to have some of the plans laid out for people to see and to comment on. And then we found out that speaking of parks, for many, many years now, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition has supported this park that was to be built on Defusky Island to be named after native Gullah Geechee of Defusky Island. And Beaufort County went back and forth. A number of people had to hold pressure on them for the money that they had and the fact that they promised a community park and not where a dumpster was going to be, where they essentially wanted to make sure that they took and made the area that was supposed to be allocated for the public park for the Gullah Geechee families, and in particular when we would have the Fusky Day over there, it could be used instead of just being at people's little private docking areas. They wanted to instead take that piece of land and put dumpsters on it for the people who are in all the gated areas over there. And so fortunately, I've got the word that May the 12th, there's supposed to finally be a ribbon cutting of that park. Now, interestingly enough, I was notified by someone who has been the one who's made sure we stayed in the loop to be aware of all of the loopholes, and we've written letters of support and spoken out about it for Vifa County Council to do the right thing to make sure that the funds they got from a grant were spent correctly on a park and not allocated to something else illegally, and now this park is going to open, but you have to take a ferry to get to the Fusky. So what has happened over the many, many years is that the ferries are owned by the gated areas, and so anyone who then speaks out against different things that are not properly done toward the, quote, natives, or that's destructive to our cultural community, they don't want to have you come on board the ferry. So this person who wanted to let me know that thank you for all the work you did to help us with this and finally the park is coming about, um, then I said, well, wait a minute. Well, if it's that date, I don't know that I'll be able to make it because we have an event in Charleston. We're going to have Tech Up Step Up in Northern at the Lampsey Building on that day if we have to reschedule that because it's only going to be one time that this park will open i need to know if y'all already have me listed for the ferry well the person wrote back and said i don't know if they're going to let me now i can tell you right now that's only because it's me our person has been very vocal about the displacement of Gullah Geechee from that island and the other person has been very vocal sister yvonne wilson has lived through being shot at, being discriminated against, being sued, all these things because she was the one vocal activist for that island all these years. So here it is that once again you have a situation where now something is going to be named with one of our names on it. 
and it's supposed to be in honor of our legacy and our heritage and all of this, and then you're going to have a situation where you're going to limit who's actually going to attend the ceremony for the opening or who's going to be on the guest list for it. So these are the types of things that you need to be well aware of that are still happening and have been fueled even that much more right now in the global climate of divisiveness that's going on, especially along racial lines and along cultural lines. And so we need to stay alert, stay woke, as I'm sure to say, about these types of things and not just be a person that goes along to get along but speaks out about them and so that people can be well aware of what happens. And just so you're very clear, the boats that get you to Defusky leave from one of two places. They leave from Savannah, Georgia, or they leave from Hilton Head Island. And most of the time when I go to Defusky, I leave from Hilton Head Island. And you know we have been dealing with Hilton Head for a number of years, calling out the destruction that they have done. As a result, as of last year for Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week, the same night that they chose to provide me with the proclamation for Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week, they then finally established the Gullah Geechee Task Force for Hilton Head. They now are seeking RFPs to work with that task force. And once again, I thank my Facebook fans because no one from the town of Hilton Head directly emailed us to tell us there was an RFP, but someone made sure that we got that information amongst our Facebook fans. So I thank you all for being diligent and for doing your due diligence to ensure that we are aware of the different things that are being devised behind closed doors where it will have a label of Gullah Geechee on it, but will the content truly be Gullah Geechee? Or will it be that which is palatable? to those who ain't but like we who did on these y'all and in the sea and things like that, a crack we teeth like that, a who eat up for truth. Okay then. So we have all of these things that are currently going on that one might say could literally and figuratively make you sick. Well, most of you know who do follow GullahGeecheeNation.com and follow Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio that we announced that every weekend of this month we have activities going on, and one of which is going to be the Gullah Research Day celebration on Johns Island. Well, that event that MUSC was in charge of is not going to happen again. It's now going to be postponed. I don't know postponed exactly until when. I was going to be out on tour, so I wasn't actually on the planning committee for it. I'm just on the Sea Island Families Group Committee that we knew this was going to go on, and then there was what you might call a subcommittee that was planning this. And so we just got an email where we thought everything was already a go and set in place that that event has to be postponed. So I just want to make sure you're well aware that final Saturday in April, if you had it blocked to go down to Johns Island and participate in the Gullah Research Day, you can use that day to sleep in or do something else fun with your family and go out to some other activities and events and so that you don't have to worry about going over there. But we will keep you in the loop. And once again, when that gets reset up, okay, and it's actually going forward, we will announce it once again. But this weekend, 
You got things to do because on this coming Saturday, Tech Up Step Up will happen once again at the Lampsey Building. Tech Up Step Up will happen from 12 o'clock to 3 o'clock this coming Saturday. And you can go to the Gullah Geechee Angel Networks page on Facebook to find out more details about Tech Up Step Up, which is an ongoing intergenerational educational program that right now is being directed by our sister Akua Page on behalf of the Gullah Geechee Angel Network. And then next month, on May, in May, I will be the guest of honor and the keynote speaker for Tech Up Step Up, and we are going to be talking about how we the Wakanda, Gullah Geechee be Wakanda. And so we're going to talk about the technological advances that we've had as a people and how we need to value it. And so I'll be there next month. But for this month, that's coming up this Saturday, Tech Up Step Up, they are going to be focused on the youth and doing a number of, again, technological work with texting and other things like that. And so Saturday is also the annual gathering at Geechee Kunda. All right, so if you are in the Georgia area instead of Charleston, South Carolina area, and you want to go to something in the Georgia coast, you can go to Geechee Kunda in Riceboro, Georgia on Saturday, and they will be having the gathering all day long. So you can find Geechee Kunda also on Facebook, and you can find out more details about the presentations that will go on at Geechee Kunda on Saturday. So definitely plan to support these activities that are coming up on this coming weekend and then plan to stay tuned and get your letters written and your comments in in regard to what's going on with this FAA space port, okay? These things are coming up. And then we just want to say thank you so much to the folks who have supported the events we already had this month. We started off with the first Saturday of the month being our first Gullah Geechee Gold Rice Festival. We had people from across the country and throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation that participated on a drizzly, rainy day. It was a beautiful day, but it would have these light drizzles of rain back and forth, and then it would have a little rain downpour, and then it would drizzle, and then it would stop and back and forth. And so for Gullah Geechee's, it was a typical spring day to us. So we stayed right on out there, had fun the entire day. There was just a consistent flow of different folks that came from different places that came and bought the food. We sold out of all the food. The NAACP sold out of all their food. So the rice dishes were definitely enjoyed. We want to thank um, Eddie Atkins of the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association and the other brothers who provided the oysters and everything, Keith Ellis and others who contributed so we would have things that we could use there for that. And we definitely want to thank Chef P.J. Dennis, who was one of our chefs, as well as Carolee Horn Brown, who's the main chef for the rice dishes for the Gullah Geechee Gold Rice Fest, and all the St. Helena Community Market family. The St. Helena Island Community Market takes place the first Saturday of each month, excluding July. There will be activities from 10 to 3, the first Saturday of each month at the Dr. Martin Luther King Memorial Park on historic St. Helena Island. It's right at the intersection of Highway 21 or Sea Island Park, where that you take onto the island, and Dr. Martin Luther King Drive. So at the second traffic light on the island, the park is right there. And so the first Saturday in May will be our Gullah Geechee Gold Bike Fest. This will be the second 
Gullah Geechee Go, Bike and Beauty that we are hosting in conjunction with the St. Helena Community Market and all mobile productions. So definitely if you ride a Harley, if you ride a crotch rocket, if you ride a bicycle, you can come right on out there. We ain't mad at you. We're going to have a good time, good food, good spirit. Have a good time with the folks. I'm telling you, the music going to be slamming. Kwame shall be DJing once again. So gear up. I already got my biker outfit laid out so that when I come back off the plane from out in the Midwest, I'm going to be looking for some sun and some fun. So I already got my bike outfit laid out out there, but I know that out in the Midwest there's some nice bike shops I heard and some of the towns I may be going to and through are some places where they have bike rallies. So I might just find me something else to even wear along with what I got laid out so far. So I'm looking forward to that Gullah Geechee Bike and Beauty the first Saturday in May here on Historic St. Helena Island, 10 to 3. And then folks can roll out because then the end of May, folks go up to the Black Pearl. They go up to Atlantic Beach, the Memorial Day weekend, for Black Biker Week. And so May is Biker Month. And so we'll be celebrating black bikers and their historic legacy. And we have a lot of black bikers right here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, Gullah Geechee Bikers. And so we definitely want to have some fun with them and honor what it is that they love so much. And so we want you to come on out. It's a family-friendly event, so you can bring the churn, and they can be dressed up too. You can bring them on their little plastic motorcycles if you got them one, you know, miniature little Choi Harleys or whatever. That would be cute. So, yeah, bring them on out there, girls and boys, and we have activities for the children as well. So we definitely want to support the St. Helena Island Community Market and the economic empowerment that's going on there for our community. And so we want you to come on out and do that with us. And so the other event that we had was last Saturday, our sixth annual Coastal Cultures Conference that was sponsored by Xylem, the South Carolina Sea Grant, South Carolina Coastal Conservation League, the College of Charleston, the the Gullah Geechee Angel Network, the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association, the South Carolina Environmental Law Project, the Union of Concerned Scientists, they all contributed to this year's event successfully. We had a wonderful array of people from the Carolinas, Georgia, Florida, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and Washington, D.C., that were all there. And so we focused this year on emergency preparedness, as I mentioned earlier, and also on cultural continuation. So how do you continue a culture in the midst of the varying climate change dynamics? How do you balance climate science with cultural heritage and continuation? How do you continue to build community capacity and awareness around these topics when people are in the midst of simply trying to thrive and survive? What do you do with this type of legacy? What is it that you can do to enrich your people and help them to hold on and to hold out, even as these other things that I mentioned earlier that we're having so many hearings about seem to be flooding in higher than the sea is rising and faster than the waves are falling on their own, even without a storm coming. So it was a very, very engaging day on Saturday, beautiful day at Hunting Island Nature Center. The weather was perfect, just the right amount of sun and wind, keep the bugs off, but just see the beauty of what we're fighting for on this coast. And so the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association will return to the Hunting Island Nature Center in October with our annual Gullah Geechee Seafood Festival. 
And so we will be announcing that as time goes on. And we already have this up at Eventbrite. Gullah Geechee Bike and Beauty is already up at Eventbrite. And so is the Juke Joint Jam for June, along with our Realities of Reconstruction Conference that's up there and our Gullah Geechee Family Day that's in July that we'll be having down at American Beach on Amelia Island in Florida, all right, at the end of July, which will launch our Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week and bring you right on around to conclude in in the Chuck in Charleston at the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. This year we will be at the Charleston Music Hall. So rain, shine, whatever, you'll be on the inside in the air-conditioned Charleston Music Hall. It is a beautiful building right there downtown Charleston across from the visitor center. You can park in the parking lot right next door. And so make sure that you get your tickets now, your passes now, especially if you want to participate in the Friday through Sunday activities. You will need the VIP package. Otherwise, you can just get the Gullah Geechee Reunion Day tickets right now at Eventbrite. And so please, if you have groups, Please don't wait till you try to get there and then try to see if we're going to do group discounts because the show ain't going down like that. So make sure that you email us now to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com for more details about that and all the other events that are forthcoming. And you can just go to GullahGeechee.info. If Hona won't go, info, and that way you can have your passes in advance of everybody else. And your pass for the festival for this year includes food. If you've come to the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival before, you know that there's always good Gullah Geechee cuisine. So your ticket that you purchase for this year will include the food already. Okay? So that's the advance tickets. And he walking up to the door ain't going to be like that. All right, but the advanced ticket purchases will include food already. And so we definitely encourage you to do that. And so we also, again, encourage you to be dues fan members and active participants in the ongoing advocacy and activism and work to keep the Gullah Geechee culture alive and keep Gullah Geechee people on our land because we have a rich legacy. So make sure to go to gullahgeechee.net and learn more about what the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition does. And one of the things that the coalition has been doing since its formation is sending me out on our annual world tour. This year we are back to the beginning where we started with the theme that started with initially Save the Sea Islands. And we are fighting to continue to save the sea islands from the types of things that I've outlined in this update tonight. And so I will be heading out. In the next couple of days, I'll be on the plane heading west. They say, go west, young man. Now they say, go go west, queen. And so I will be out there in the Midwest. We're having a good time, I'm sure, with the folks out there in Minnesota. I'm doing a number of different presentations at varying venues, all academic and educational venues. And so if you'd like more details, you can follow our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page. You can follow the Queen Quet fan page on Facebook. You can also email us to G-U-L-L. G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, and we can send you the links to the various activities that are going on. And I'm coming because I'm under the Winston chair of 
the University of Minnesota. So you can also Google on their site, and you'll also be able to find the poster and other things. And at GullahGeecheeNation.com, we also have information posted there as well. And so I'm looking forward to returning to Minnesota and to have an even a greater opportunity to engage with the community there. We've had a couple of youth groups come down, about three different sets of youth groups have come down over the years and have only spent a day, really a few hours, here on St. Helena Island and about a day to a day and a half within the Gullah Geechee Nation itself between Charleston and here before they continued on to civil rights sites in other parts of the South and so that they could go back and be informed about how to advocate for their own communities, how to create a balance there in terms of protecting people's rights and still living your life and being self-sufficient and more self-reliant people. And as we were discussing the environmental arenas nowadays, more resilient people that can adapt to all that's coming against you. And trust me, people of African descent in North America have had a lot come against us. So now it's time for us to have a plan, have some vision about what it is that you can see in your future in spite of what may come towards you. And so we definitely salute all those visionaries out there that are continuing to work for, stand up for human rights and for freedom. And so we thank our folks over at Tulane Films, who was with us on Saturday, for premiering their film, Protect. And we are looking forward to having them on this radio broadcast so that you all can start to hear more about the work of many people, all these collaborative people, these collaborators and these people with visionary minds that have come together to be a part of the Gullah Geechee Seattle Coalition and to be a part of the human rights movement of the Gullah Geechee Nation and to work on the international platform to ensure that we so I'm looking forward to continuing to work with so many more of you that are out there doing these great things. We want to give a special shout-out and thanks to Ryan Thompson, one of our latest members, for donating a number of buttons to us on Saturday that he made so that we could have them for the Gullah Geechee Nation, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, the Gullah Geechee Engine Network, and for my company, Gullah Roots Productions. And so we did outstanding work, and we really appreciate him for the contribution, for coming right in as a member and not just asking how can I help, but already coming in being helpful. And we definitely want to thank our other member, Tiffany Muzan, for being right there to help check people in, to help pack up, load up, and to Elder Lisa Wineglass Smalls for documenting that activity and that event as well. And so there will be more to come. Y'all Gullah Geechee TV fans, you can your withdrawal symptoms. We're gonna relieve those real soon. We're starting you off slow with a few of these things from these hearings, and then we're gonna get you back into your thirty-minute shows. All right, so that you can say, "Hey, where's the rest of the stuff on the history and culture?" We have not forgotten you. We've just been updating our computer systems, and we are yet working on our Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund because we need another new system that's about eight thousand dollars. Um, so we are working on those funds now, and so we pray that by the time we get back off of this leg of the journey that we can go ahead and actually get those systems purchased and then be able to get those up and running as well so that we can really enhance your viewership 
all right, and your viewers' engagement and the quality of what we've been putting out there. But we want to thank all of you who've been watching Gullah Geechee TV and who have been listening to this show for all these years because it is because of you that we know that our work is not in vain. So this is Queen Quet, head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that Hunter Chillin take the time for tuning in one more again this year week for Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. And we're sure looking forward to seeing Hunter Chillin some more while I be out on the road. Or Hunter go out there in North Charleston this weekend at Tech Up Step Up. Or Hunter Chillin going down to Riceboro to Geechee Kunda to the gathering. Just let we see Hunter and know who Hunter be. Why you you in this your land of the Gullah Geechee? Thank God for you. This is the Queen Quit. Peace and blessings.